Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Baby Metal Podcast. It's September 15th, 2019, here as we record. The podcast is a place where we gather on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I am Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Welcome back, everybody. And Garrett. Hello. Okay, so um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, interestingly. I think we were at one point thinking that it was going to be a little bit dead as the uh, as the tours you know progressed, but uh, there's a lot there's a lot to say. So um, maybe just a first couple things that I wanted to mention is that we have uh, I haven't been checking it super carefully, but we've gotten some feedback on like in YouTube comments and stuff. I don't know. Have you guys seen these? Yeah, a bit, yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, uh, I particularly was looking at the previous ones where we where we covered the Avengers and. Uh, you know, talked a bit about uh, Sakura Gakuin and, and uh, Morning Musume. And so uh, I think I'll, what I'll do, we'll put a couple of the links here in the show notes. Um, and of course, you can also go read the YouTube comments. Uh, but uh, thank you for commenting. It's you know interesting to hear uh, what you think and what we missed <laughs> and that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, feedback is always good. Yeah. Uh, so there are actually people listening. <laughs> But um, yeah, so a couple of things that that were mentioned. There's a there's a nice Reddit post uh, that's an introdu- introduction to uh, Momoko uh, that we'll link to. That that if you wanted more information than the little somewhat shallow thing we did, uh, you can take a look at that. So we'll link to that. Um, there was a mention of the fact that Mikiko, the uh, the choreographer, uh, actually did have some interactions with Riho uh, prior um, prior to prior to like working with baby metal uh there was there's a, a interesting video where it's sort of like a special tutoring session of three members of morning musume including rio um being taught the the choreography to a perfume song so that was kind of neat involves yeah. all of the people that we know um and another thing that we didn't i don't think this came up but it's weird that it didn't um at the i guess these are where the the 15th birthdays of uh, Yui and Moa, they did, they each did their own like little solo songs, and both of those songs were Morning Musume songs. I had no idea. Huh. That that was like that. Like I'm surprised we didn't say anything either because that's kind of huge. Yeah. So uh, this this is a uh, Chakota Love and Love Machine, um, both both great. I mean, you know, they're sort of early. But... Yeah, very early. I didn't realize those were. Morning Musume songs. Yeah. So the connections run somewhat deep. Um, And then let's see another, another couple of notes. Uh, We mentioned shuffle units uh, that uh, Sakura Gakuin did sometimes. And and there was one uh, that we didn't mention where uh, Aiko and Megu performed. And I'm never actually very good at pronouncing the name of the song, but Onodari Dai Saksan. They played that, they performed that. So that was the one that we, missed and i guess the last thing i wanted to to point out was that we talked a little bit about this uh this like some early stuff that we saw on a taiwanese show uh and i'm looking at the characters that represent the name of that show but I'm, i think i'm not gonna even attempt it <laughs> <laughs> but uh the, but the, the host of the this particular show that, that uh, we were talking about that had uh the baby metal members on and you know, playing around with the frog and stuff like that and drawing sub crowded subway cars and things 
um, is the, uh, her, the host's name is Aisa Senda, uh, who is a Japanese speaker, but, uh, you know, has been working in Taiwan. Uh, and it's, what's interesting is that those videos, or, uh, the original videos are still on the official channel of the show. Uh, they don't have, they don't have subtitles in English, of course, but, uh, so they're still there. They can still be downloaded. I have re-downloaded them today. Oh, well, that's good. That's cool. So good was, archiving. Thank you. <laughs> but good for them too. I mean, like I, I, that was, those were some of the ones that I was most worried would disappear, you know? No, sure. So, well, I guess maybe they don't own that content, so they can't purge as easily. Right. right. Plus it is, I mean, it is, well, I mean, to the extent that some of the purging is automated, it may not matter, but it, this is, was completely kind of like licensed content. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So that's out of the way, but thank you for the feedback. That was, that was good to get and hopefully we hopefully uh, you know we passed along the information faithfully uh but okay so the u.s tour, tour started and it almost didn't start yeah <laughs> so that's kind of exciting um anyone want to uh who wants to take the the dorian story i'll take dorian um okay on september 4th hurricane dorian was approaching the florida area and it was a big created a lot of chaos it was they did they delay the show didn't they? The, or did they just carry on at the same time? I missed yeah. that part, but I know well, all about Dorian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was um, it was very freaky uh, because it seemed like it basically seemed like there was no way this was going to happen. But then, it, just because you know we didn't know where the where the uh, you know where Dorian was going to go, and it for a while it looked like it was headed straight for straight for Orlando, where the first stop yeah. on the tour is. Uh, and then it was, you know, then it sort of started bending a little bit up early enough to not hit land, except that it was going slow. So it still was going to be a mess. And I think, you know, part of the problem was just that even if Orlando was fine, you know, travel became difficult. Oh, yeah. Like people trying to buy tickets or flights getting possibly canceled because they don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they closed the airport uh, and then opened it again. I mean, like, oh, they, did they? In anticipation, they said it will be closed on, I think, the Jeez. day before Tuesday or something. Yeah, it causes a lot of problems. Yeah. But it's still the case that they've never canceled. <laughs> show goes amazing. on. I think that's true. I think they have never canceled a show. You people in your weather, man. I'm just sitting out here in California. What is it? Maybe I live in Missouri. Like... And it changes like every twenty minutes. I wish I was joking. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to post like screenshots of our weather forecast. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was that was a little bit of excitement, uh, you know, at the at the very beginning. But it did eventually happen, and it's interesting too that even even like neighboring venues closed closed things, and the very same venue canceled the thing that was the day before. So yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But uh, and I didn't put this in the show notes, but uh, there's a there's actually a pretty cool kind of like travel vlog that uh, Slimy Metal put together. So we'll we'll put a a link to that as well uh, if you want to just kind of see uh, the event unfold. All right, so 
there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, like so far we've had six shows. So there was the Orlando show, then Atlanta, DC, Boston, Philadelphia, and just to, today as we record, like an hour ago, uh, the New York City show ended. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of the stuff is sort of uh, common to all the shows. So I think you know we can probably we can probably sort of talk about talk about them all at once. I suppose um, the Kami band. Well, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Kami band, I guess, in a in its own separate section. <laughs> we could talk about mm. the Avenger, mm-hmm. the Avengers. Yep. Yeah. Everybody was kind of speculating we were going to get Riho no matter what, but getting Momoko is pretty sweet. Yeah, so it was it was Riho at Orlando, and it was yes. Riho at Atlanta, and then surprise at DC, it was Momoko. <laughs> Crazy! Nobody expected that right out of left field. Yeah, oh, well, lots of people would claim to have expected that, <laughs> but <laughs> any any combination of people that you could uh, imagine, someone will have claimed to expect it. To have expected but uh one thing that i think was interesting i don't know what to make of this but at the dc show uh it was momoko and it ended after 10 so i guess whatever you know sort of labor uh constraints that we thought there were don't apply or didn't apply or they're just saying you know we don't care well she is a year older than kano right uh i don't know if that matters and there could be an international thing where it's they just don't care. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. All I, all we know really is that uh, they blew past ten. <laughs> right. So, because uh, that was one of the things that was that was people were using to try to decide whether it could be Momoko or it could be Kano. But so we have so, a pattern with that now, right? I guess we we, we have Riho Riho Momoko Momoko. And it was Riho tonight, I believe. Yeah. So Is that a two pattern? two. If we get two more Rihos. Two two. That's... If we have another Riho tomorrow or the next show, not tomorrow. Well, no, it, it's you're, you're missing one. Yeah, I'm missing one. Yeah, it's Rio Rio Momoko Momoko Momoko. DC Boston and Philly were all Momoko. Oh, well, then disregard this. The last minute of the show. <laughs> oh, it's a pattern, all right. It's a completely incomprehensible pattern. <laughs> The let you know the next one, it will be the the letters EP. Yes, there you go. Uh, actually, that's a reference that it's possible people don't know. But anyway, I've been I've used for a long time. I've used uh, as my well, pretty much since the beginning. I've been using as my little avatar the the EP from that puzzle, and maybe someday we'll come back to talk about that. But no, more. it's not good times. <laughs> yeah, good time. But okay, so what to say? There's um, uh, okay, we've seen. Uh, I guess we've seen equal amounts of Riho and Momoko now, given that, um, even though they haven't been alternating completely evenly, we've seen three, three shows with Riho and three shows with Momoko. Uh, we have possible speculation that Kano will be the one who plays the forum, just because it's certainly going to be pro shot, and so far Kano has been the pro shot Avenger. But I, that's I don't know. a funny title, just to say that out loud. The pro shot Avenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But uh it took them a long time to, to sort of tell us what the tour merch was gonna be, but they they eventually did. So that was 
that's pretty cool. They have, you know, new t-shirt designs. They have new keychain. They have a flag. They have a, fl- they have a, a big uh, flag. I'm actually. buying that. I'm buying that flag. Like it's premeditated in my head. Like I'm thinking about buying it before I even go find a standing spot. Yeah. <laughs> like can't. I'm not, I, you can't. No. So I believe the, you can only buy the flag after the concert. Okay. Well, it looks like the one's getting cut off short for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I think this this came up at the uh, Orlando uh, show that the the venue itself has a no flags rule, uh, and so they didn't sell the flags beforehand. And I don't think they sold the flags at all actually at Orlando. But but at, after that, they they put up a little thing saying the flags are available after the show. So yeah, uh, wall, wall flags are my thing. I got to get one of those and a t shirt. Mm-hmm. Official ones are too hard to get nowadays. <laughs> well they're not cheap they're no. $40 each three it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no. um, and you also they're they're limited to um, two per design so you, you can't just okay. go and buy ten of one but uh, let's see what else there was a uh, there's a towel uh, with a, like a 3D actually both the flag and the towel have a, like a 3D big metal logo on it uh, there's there are a couple other things that I didn't pay much attention to because I wasn't going to buy, but like a, a, do you guys know like something? Oh, good. There's in, in the chat room, it has been posted. So there's a snapback cap and uh, I think a hoodie and something, something else. Uh, a long sleeve long sweatshirt, sleeve a keychain. Yeah. Oh, the keychain. Might snag that keychain too. I need one of those. Yeah, I got the keychain. I like last year's keychain better, actually. <laughs> really? Actually, that's was something i was going to ask you because i'm rocking the last year one the gold one yeah this one is silver but it also seems a little cheaper is it smaller that's uh, i think it's about the same size it's maybe okay. a tiny little bit smaller but that's my only complaint about last year's keychain is it's enormous yeah it's not not terribly comfortable in my pocket <laughs> yeah i have uh, mine's purely decorative ah. <laughs> but yeah, so they do, but they do sell a towel, and a towel is kind of like uh, something that you would want at the show if you can manage to get to merch first, because it's you know part of part of the fans' obligation during Papaya. Yeah, yes, the towel. yes, borderline mandatory, <laughs> right? So if you don't think you're going to go to merch first, um, bring a different towel, <laughs> I guess. So, what else? Oh, um, VIP gifts. That was interesting. Uh, now, of course, the VIP gifts are always uh, like cheap, chintzy little dumb things. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, the people like to make jokes, I guess, about like, oh, look, this is my, these are my like $300 trinkets. <laughs> but uh, so uh, this time the VIP, uh, like regular VIP got a lanyard. You know, like, a, actually pretty nice, you know, little plastic lanyard. Uh, and a drink koozie. Woo! So, uh, definitely <laughs> worth the price. And Woo. if you are chosen one, the highest tier of VIP, then... And I, th- I think... Um, I don't think the VIP 2, the, the regular VIP, has got the drawstring bag. But um, that is actually... That's the thing I I think is the best of the VIP gifts is the bag to put the merch in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good plan. Bring walk walk in with that like expecting to buy twelve shirts and just stuff it. 
Yeah. I, I don't think it can hold quite 12. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, at the merch table I was at, they actually also had plastic bags to stuff things in. So. Oh, okay, that works too. But uh, the Chosen One, the, like the main objects that the Chosen One got uh, were metal straws. <laughs> so very metal. <laughs> um, not all that heavy, but metal. And also with a little uh, pipe cleaner thing to clean them out with. So. You know, I'll take that over a bandana. Yeah, last year there was a bandana and I forget what else. A lanyard. But, is that but it? You get a lanyard every year. That's your, you literally just got a bandana. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. I think, I mean, I, I, sh- I will, I should wind up with, I think I'll end up with two of the straws. Maybe not, actually. I guess seated VIP at the forum might count as VIP too. Yeah, well, or, we don't know. And but, they might um, not do the same gift. Who knows? Yeah. But I might use the straws. I think that's, I think they're pretty cool, actually. I kind of like that. I, I kind of like them. So, but okay, you know, so all that sort of practical stuff. Um, maybe now the time's to the time has arrived to talk about the Kami band. Um, so, and of course, you know, Orlando was the first time that anybody got a chance to see them. Uh, they have not changed over the over the time, you know, over the six shows that we've seen. But, um, and as we know, they've been wearing, uh, you know, in all the sort of recent shows, they've been wearing these masks, right? So mm-hmm. you can't actually see their faces anymore. Uh, and so you kind of don't, you sort of know who people are by the instruments that they play, right? Like bows, bass, and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, and all the instruments were different. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. I mean... After they started playing with masks on, I think it was kind of speculated a little bit they're going to change up the, the commies a little bit soon. Yeah. So like I'm not, I wasn't shocked by it, but after learning who they were, I was pretty excited. Like I'm, I'm totally okay with it. If you've, um, they were covered by Galactic Empire with um Chris Kelly on guitar. I don't know if you guys have listened to much of Galactic Empire, but they're, they're good. Yeah. Well, so Galactic Empire was the um. They played three, I think, three shows in Japan with as like opening for Baby Metal. Yeah, um, they're the Star Wars cover band, basically. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Metal, metal Star Wars band. Um, and yeah, so after Orlando, there was a, a fair amount of like quick detective work looking at like the guitars people were playing, uh, the tattoos people had, <laughs> uh, and fairly quickly, I mean, like within. 30 minutes probably <laughs> of the Orlando show uh the I, people were identified as uh the two guitarists from Galactic Empire so Chris Kelly and CJ Maschiantonio not sure how you pronounce that but maybe I got close it sounded close uh and then Clint Tustin on bass these three are all from Galactic Empire and then Anthony Bardone from Shadow of Intent on the drums so I think my well okay so uh the first reaction to this being a set of kami band members that we didn't know was not fully positive <laughs> it was shocking <laughs> um i have to say that once we discovered that it was galactic empire basically playing uh that turned me around quite a bit because that's cool <laughs> yeah it's very cool and that they they fit the part too like they're good like they're playing all this the all the guitar parts spot on pretty much like with a couple differences here and there. This sounds phenomenal, at least from the footage that I've seen. 
Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the the um, I believe that you can sort of hear the difference in the drums, and I think that the like the sort of soloing style is somewhat different. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they were very good. Um, so let's see what to say. The, I mean, I guess, um, I don't know. It it was interesting. I, you know, I think we had a little bit of a hint. I don't even know if I should say, but I mean, there was, there was something slightly better than speculation that there was going to be a little bit of pressure to not, to sort of minimize the number of people that need visas. (laughs) So, uh, and the commie band is a, is a group of people that you could conceivably cover locally. Uh, so I don't know what, I still don't know what this means about the forum. Uh, I would like to believe that at least some of the people that we're familiar with from being in the commie band before will show up there. So. I hope so, at least. Like, I like to have the full cast up there, like, get, get Omura and Bo and, like, Heidi on drums and everything all up there, because, like, this is like this is a big arena show. Did that'd be the first time ever not the com band we know has not played the the arena. Like I can understand like a a tour around the United States going small venue to small venue, but I don't think those yeah pro shots. Yeah. Like, do they really want the guitarists of Galactic Empire in the pro shots, or will they even feature them in the pro shots? I assume they will. Yeah, hard to know. Uh. And also, I mean, another thing that's kind of interesting to think about is they're doing, I think, three shows after the forum. There's a, a festival and then Portland and Seattle. And it's quite possible that if the if the sort of familiar commie band members come back for the forum, they might stick around for those too. So all very interesting. But I mean, I think so there was, as usual, there's you know a spike in spike in drama when this first came about. Um, and I think, you know, it's perfectly reasonable, it seems to me, to be kind of sad about not being able to see a particular individual that you wanted to see. I mean, we kind of know Bo and Hideki and Omura and, you know, to some extent, Leda and Isao and, you know, the, the the people that we've seen play before. And it's certainly, it's certainly reasonable to be disappointed <laughs> if you wanted to see them that they weren't there. But I think um, the people who they did get did a great job. So... And I'm really I pleased, agree. actually, that that they picked that they sort of tapped Galactic Empire for this. It's all connected. Think, Everything's connected. I'm gonna. I need. I need to soapbox for a little bit. That's why I've been quiet. Okay. Hold forth. Hold forth. <laughs> so, I think it's important to remember for those of you that are, you know, even maybe more distanced from this fandom now because of the change in the musicians that since its inception, the commie band has always supposed to be anonymous attachments. We've made as a fan base are things we have done. The commie band is not baby metal. Those are the performers in front of the band. It's always been set up in such a way that whoever is playing the music is the commie band. Right? Does that, does that make sense? Are we on the same page yes. here? Yes. That, that's yeah. that's one of the, the things I think I've seen people struggling with. You know, not yeah. my commie band. That's not the commie band. So my first point is, well, it is. You don't have to like it. 
you don't yeah. have to like it you, you and it's totally okay to have your favorite musician or musicians or members of the commie band i'm i'm the same way i'm not just doing this because i i don't care who's back there if i had a choice i would choose the guys i'm familiar with and the guys who've been playing for years at this point mm-hmm. but when i take a step back and i'm like like okay the reason they probably did this from the beginning is so that, you know, A, if somebody's sick or has a conflicting tour in Japan or something like that, they're easily replaceable. The show can continue without them. Now that they have these masks on, I think in hindsight, it's super clear that this has been planned for a while, trying to re-anonymize? Mm-hmm. Anonymize? Sure. Re-anonymize. Sure. <laughs> Make the band anonymous again. Right? Because they were gonna do something like either, you know, bring in Galactic Empire because they didn't want to pay for visas, or um, you know, it could be that these guys simply wanted to work on the Kari band album. We know from Twitter that that's something that's currently happening right now. They're in the studio recording. So maybe they wanted to do that and work on their own projects and not just be the anonymous musicians behind baby metal for at least this tour. Um, so, so that's, that's just kind of my rant. I, I think yeah. it's important. It's important to kind of look, look at the big picture, understand that it's okay to have your favorites and not like who's back there. But like Garrett said, they're doing a really good job. It's cool that it's the Galactic Empire guys because they've performed with the group before uh, as an opening act. Um, And I think that's awesome. Um, Not just getting random people, you know, bringing up people that you worked with and can trust. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that says a lot about Koba as a producer and a person that he didn't just reach out to somebody. He tried to keep it maybe in the family, so to speak. Um, And that, you know, I am sure we're not, done seeing Bo and Hideki, Leda, uh, Omura, and these guys. Mm-hmm. If anything, they'll probably be in Japan. I hope they're at the forum. I think that would be really cool because it's a pro shot. I think, just like it's been speculated already, that if they're going to show up on this tour, I think that's where it's going to happen. But if not, they're still doing a great job as Galactic Empire. The concert's still going to be fun. Correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. You still had fun the other night? I, I did, indeed. <laughs> and the music sounded good? Yep. It sounded a little different, and that's okay. It's going to, because they're different musicians. They're going to put their own flavor on it. But the product is still really good. The experience is still really fun. And I think that's important to remember. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it's the, um, you know, the, the Kami situation is actually not that much different from the avenger one in a sense i mean like people go oh i hope rio's there or, you know i hope momoko's there and you know it's not like you hate the fact that the one you didn't say shows up <laughs> you know yeah but you know i i, I uh would have loved to see omura last year but i still sure. went and enjoyed it you know <laughs> um yeah. as, so and the, the yeah. vitriol the vitriol i've seen from people online and on twitter and things like that has been really disappointing because yeah. you know it's like i get it you know i want to see those guys too but these guys are out there pro- performing on the biggest stage they ever have um in a fanatic fan base the pressure's really high and they're kicking ass and 
that's awesome <laughs> yeah no it is it, it does seem like it is actually a really good um opportunity for galactic empire i mean the japan shows already were it's funny actually i think we talked i don't know like two or three episodes ago about this podcast that there was you know they were talking about this on or one or two of the galactic empire guys of course they didn't mention this part <laughs> right <laughs> but, yeah uh, because surely by then they were already practicing or at least uh, yeah getting close to that probably so yeah i mean i think it it is pretty easy to to you know try to define the you know kami and metal and things like that ourselves but but you know there is in the framework of the the band and the lore and the concept it is basically the people who are there they are the kami band <laughs> yep i could be back there playing the spoons with a mask and i would be a kami band member is my point yeah, but people rightfully would be upset by that. <laughs> yes, people would rightfully be upset by that. But you know, that's that's just my whole point. It's like, I I I get it. They're not the people you're used to, but they're the commie band. They're what we get. They're doing a good job. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so that's nice to, uh, nice to I don't know, nice to see. I don't know. We've uh, made it through that. Um. I have, I don't know, I, I put it, things in the show notes in an order. Uh, the next thing in the order is the Boston show, because I was there. Um, and I was thinking maybe I could use that as part of a framework to kind of like talk about the show itself. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. So, okay, so the, well, I mean, I guess maybe one thing to say, uh, although maybe I'll return to, Wait, I don't know, what, maybe talk about Avatar first. But What, sorry. Ta- what time did you get in line? Oh. You, did you have seated or were you VIP? Uh, I was chosen one. I was chosen. Uh, okay, so it's irrelevant then. Yeah. Well, uh, I was there. What was I? Actually, forgot my number. Six. I was chosen six. Um, I got there at about ten a.m. <laughs> my, so. my funny story. My girlfriend's actually planning on dropping me off in line before she goes and checks in at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> real life stories. Okay. Continue. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, I, it's actually kind of interesting that the number of VIPs so far, I mean, I think maybe today's in New York City was slightly more, but there weren't all that many VIPs, you know, so I think under 20 chosen ones, um, probably around like under 40 <laughs> total. Um, wow. So, and I mean, yeah, it's super expensive, so that's part of it, but, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what. Maybe that is the only thing, because I, because I don't. The people who would get the VIP tickets are also the ones who would know that it's happening. <laughs> so it's not a marketing failure, probably. But anyway, oh, yeah. No. So I was there from ten, um, and it was there was a pretty small number of people. I mean, there's probably a dozen people are there uh, up until around noon. So. And it was like the one hot day, too. <laughs> it's quite irritating. It's like, yeah, that's of course. That's how it goes. Yeah, at least it wasn't raining. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so one thing about the small number of VIPs is if that holds, and you are an early GA, then it's practically it, it sort of promotes everybody, right? I mean, so if you're first GA and there are only forty VIPs total, then you're going to have a pretty good spot. If you yeah. just go straight there, but 
Uh, but it was kind of neat. So like sat there in the line and, and watched, you know, the, the couple different buses arrive with trailers. So saw Avatar unloading there. Uh, oh, yeah, I haven't mentioned this this time, but uh, the opening band was Avatar, this uh, Swedish circus metal band. <laughs> right. I, I like them. Very, I, I've been listening to them before they started touring with Baby Metal. Yeah, I didn't know them before I heard about them in this tour. Um, but I, yeah, maybe I'll talk a bit about that anyway, I guess. But um, they, I, I really liked them. <laughs> you know? They're cool. Yeah. They, uh, so I, I had heard, they have a, maybe one of their more famous songs is uh, Hail the Apocalypse. That's a good one. Yeah. And I heard them play, like maybe I heard the end of them playing that at a festival while we were waiting for Baby Metal to play, to play or something, I I remember seeing it on a stream, and thinking, you know, I, not being super impressed by it because it was just sort of like screaming and I don't know, didn't seem very interesting. But um, when I went back and kind of like looked into them more seriously, knowing that I was going to be seeing them, uh, I I think they're good. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 <laughs> actually good. Um, it's not, you know, there's they're they're very good at their instruments. The, uh, you know, it's not all just like screamy, growly stuff, but it's, you know, there's, there's melody in there as well. The singers are actually quite good. Um, and, but more than anything, they are this, they are just like over the top performers. <laughs> it is just, uh, they, I mean, they don't take themselves super seriously, but they play super well. Uh, they're like caricatures of themselves. It's, uh, I had a blast. <laughs> Awesome. So, and I would see them, I think, again, um, if on their own. <laughs> so, well, that's uh, something right there. Yeah, yeah. I, they're very entertaining. I think they're very good. Like, I could probably talk about them for about a quarter as as long as I could talk about baby metal. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I've seen them more times than I've seen baby metal. So, but you have, you've seen them. You've seen uh, them play. I've seen them three times now. This would be my nice. fourth. Very cool. All right. Um, yeah. So I was going to say about that. Oh, what's what I I discovered this actually kind of recently, but uh, it turns out so Avatar's opening for Baby Metal as they go through this relatively densely packed tour. You know, so like they Baby Metal plays a show and then they have a day off and they play a show and then they have a day off and then they play a show and have two days off and then play a show. All those in between days, Avatar's playing their own headlining shows elsewhere. Wow, <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> so, like, right, they they played Montreal right before they came to Boston. Um, so they're 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 intermingling this uh, quite. I mean, I just I don't even know how they do it. <laughs> but Swedish black black magic, probably. Yeah. But yeah, so they uh, so what kind of reminded me of that is I saw them. Uh, Avatar has on their on their stage. They've got the the drums up on kind of a, a platform and you know everybody else is kind of in the the two guitars and the bass and the singer kind of on the, in the front and then behind them they're in big letters it says avatar and you know like these really kind of circusy letters you know um and all the all the a's in there are actually cyrillic does d's <laughs> which is really kind of <laughs> distracting because it looks like dvd tdr to me but at any rate um uh, but you know, it really does have this sort of circus feel. But I got to see them like unloading those A's or D's or whatever they are from their little trailer and carrying them around. It was pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> uh, you do lose a little bit of the magic 
when you actually like <laughs> see it be set up like that. Yeah. But because they look a lot bigger when they're on the stage than when just someone's carrying them around. But uh, yeah, and actually uh, then, you know, like after their trailer was done and you know another bus with another trailer came in and there was a it had a bunch of boxes in it that said that actually they actually said merchandise on them. <laughs> and uh, oh, nice labeled yeah but but the thing i didn't understand like i thought they took some out but it seemed like they they actually put more in so they it seemed like they were taking stuff out of the house of blues and putting them into the trailer so i don't understand that but i'm i'm wondering if maybe they had some like shipped to boston and you know they're picking up more for the rest of the shows yeah probably i'm sure they have several points throughout the tour where they onload more merchandise yeah, because it's not that big of a trailer, really. Right. Uh, I assume everybody's listening to this has seen these pictures of the buses with the trailers behind them. Um, oh, yeah. They'll look the same. Bus metal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, and I noted that the guy who was loading the merch back on the trailer had a forum shirt on from you know, the oh, LA nice. forum. Nice. So. Uh, okay, so let's see what else. Uh, the, well, I mean, you know, whatever, the... the line grew eventually and uh at our at the show i was at um it was handled pretty well by the venue i haven't heard actually many people complaining about the venues they were at um so they let the vip one the you know, chosen ones in first and we stood around a little bit outside the venue they had a you know chance for a little like bathroom break or whatever before you actually got into the the main room uh and then they let us in and then they you know they let the vip twos in after so it was really it was staged quite well and that was and they paused all of that uh before the ga came in so you could in principle have gone i didn't but you could have in principle gone to get merch and not gotten a particularly bad spot oh well, that's excellent yeah um i wouldn't count on it i mean i i had vowed from the outset that i was gonna go straight to the barrier <laughs> you know and <laughs> uh actually so the I forget what the Boston show was third, maybe um, fourth. And I'd seen some fan cams and stuff from the prior shows and the way they had the stage set up, they had, um, you know, after, after Avatar was gone and they set everything up, they, they, at the prior shows had these platforms, you know, that, that uh, the, you know, our, our three people would get up onto and, and so the people in the back could see them. Right. Uh, but in the fan cams, I could see that, if you're at the barrier, it really seemed like the 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 platforms kind of obstructed the view. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's a big flat thing, and they're actually kind of big barriers this time. Uh, I'm not barriers, platforms. <laughs> um, but so I, you know, I I plotted ahead of time. I'm like, all right, I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to get stuck, not being able to see because I'm just looking at this table <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so I sort of like plotted my my route to go like pretty much like straight to where I thought would be between the center barrier and the Moa side barrier. Uh-huh. Um, and I just went, I was, you know, I don't know what it was. I was probably actually like ninth into the place. I just went straight there. Um, and it turned out actually that I'd miscalculated. And I think if there had been platforms, which there weren't, that was, that's the thing I was building to is that in Boston, they didn't use platforms anyway. Right. But I would have been right in front of it um, because I, I turned out that I was basically at Moa's spot. Awesome. Which is amazing. That's prime real estate, as they call it. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't fully even intend for that to happen, but um, I mean, now that I now that I know that it did, I would intend for that to happen again. <laughs> so, uh, I think the venues varied a little bit in how close the barrier was to the stage, but uh, the one in Boston was really, really close. I mean, like I couldn't I couldn't actually reach the stage, but I think I think if I had like an arm that was. 150% as long as mine is, I could have. I mean, it was awesome. really right there. Um, and so anyway, I mean, I, I guess I have, a, so a couple things that I, just sort of experiential things that I uh, had there was, um, so I have these like fancy, you know, music earplugs because you want to save your hearing. You don't want to be deaf or, or you know, have tinnitus or something. Uh, and these are known to be fairly loud. So, you know, I put them in, but I do find that it's, um, it's, it's kind of, it's really pretty surreal or it's weird, the, the sound that you get, um, with those in. So even though it's probably much better than just like the, you know, the dumb foam ones, uh, it still does kind of mute things in a weird way. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the thing that actually I found the most weird about this, and I should have remembered this from last year, but I just didn't, um, was that uh, you hear yourself in a very weird way. So, yeah. like, I wanted to sing along and, you know, whatever. But uh, I probably was not, I was, you know, and I thought I kind of was, <laughs> but I bet I was barely <laughs> making any sound at all. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because, you know, because it, it, I sound super loud to myself. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Um, I actually wore those to the show I went to last year. I actually took them out, like, a quarter of the way in. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my ears were already jacked up from playing in a band and stuff like that. So like, I didn't even my ears weren't even ringing afterwards. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna make my girlfriend wear them. I'm not gonna wear them. Well, yeah, and I'm sort of thinking that maybe maybe I could have gotten away with not wearing them. And part of what I was thinking about there was that um, uh, the stage is not designed for the music to sound good to the people at the barrier. No, it's exactly. Not. All this, like they, like the people on the stage have monitors playing at them, not at me at the barrier, um, and then all of the big speakers are overhead, not pointed down, but pointed out, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, actually, what I found the weirdest about this was that, um, you know, I I noticed it particularly like when Avatar came up, uh, and you know, I kind of knew the songs. I'd done a little bit of homework ahead of time, and you know, so I knew the there was like a nice guitar part going on. I could see the person right in front of me doing things with his fingers, but you couldn't hear it. <laughs> but I couldn't hear it. Um, you know, like I had to kind of strain to hear, like I, I knew what it was supposed to sound like, but, um, but it was, it was very strange. Cause he was, you know, he was acting like he was being very dramatic, <laughs> but, mm -hmm. but nothing was coming out. <laughs> right. Um, so I kind of want to watch the fan cams of that. I haven't found very many of, of Avatar, um, but I kind of want to see what everybody else heard. <laughs> I've kind of noticed your mileage may vary when you're on the barrier as far as the sound quality you get. Yeah. So I I think in retrospect, I should have taken the, the earplugs out because then I would have heard a little better. Ah. Um, and I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have hurt me. <laughs> right. But. Uh. Okay, let's see. What else did I want to say? Uh, at the Boston show, well, there's a couple. There's a couple sort of Boston-specific uh, things, um, but I'll, maybe I'll say that after I say that uh, it was, you know. So I saw them last year, just kind of you know third or fourth row back, uh, 
being at the barrier with nobody in front of you, you know, them right there is, it's more surreal than I anticipated. Like, I knew it was going to be neat to be able to see them, but it's so weird. Like, I know all of this stuff so well by now. You know, like, I know all this choreography. I know what they're doing. And just to see them doing it right there, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really something. Yeah, that's That right there is why I always show up, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning to try and get a barrier spot. Yeah. And, you know, I I think I don't I don't exactly believe this. I don't know if I believe this or not, but I certainly got the feeling that like Mo was like looking at me, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, I mean, I, I sort of, it was sort of embarrassing. I'm like, I should be like, you know, rocking out harder. <laughs> well, but, statistically, she more than likely looked at you if you're on a barrier. Oh right yeah, yeah, I know. But you, you get the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> she's more yeah, keeping, yeah. staring at you. Why aren't you enjoying? <laughs> yeah. Well, really says knows? a lot about her maturity as a performer to make everybody feel like that up front yeah well that's what i was thinking is that like that can't it can't possibly be true but it really feels like that and i bet it felt like Uh that for a lot of the people around me yeah absolutely so 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 question has your um, heart started beating again yet or (laughs) it was that was pretty wild though yeah it was it was um i was really pretty pleased and and actually the other thing too is that um they do rotate a bit so momoko did come over for a bit um you know, to the side I was on, uh, and you could see Sue really well from there. So I would, you know, except I would recommend everybody go for that spot that I was at, except it shows that I'm at because I want to be there. <laughs> 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 but, um, okay. So let's see. Anyway, uh, the other things about the Boston show specifically, um, it was it was sort of funny at the very beginning. You know, so the very beginning of the show, they show um, uh, sort of like a movie with an English uh, narrated, you know, is there, are, are all of you ready to headbang or whatever, which always feels a little weird, but yeah. Um, and then they walk out and do Magitsune right in the, in the beginning. Um, but at, in the Boston show, for whatever reason, uh, only Moa came out, you know, it's like <laughs> Moa came out right on time and like right at the last second, uh, the other two just like, like hustled up right behind her. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on, but, um, you know, it, it looked pretty weird. That was for a little while. It looked like Mo was early, except that, except that she wasn't, it was, it's pretty clear. If you like look at it, that the other two are like, they're kind of like racing to get out into position. Uh huh. <laughs> but is that but, uh, I saw a photo of Momoko with her IEM taped in. Was that Boston? Maybe she was having IEM troubles. That's I think I didn't notice it at the time. But um, but I think that might have been it. I mean, like that that is at least some of the speculation that maybe um, uh, sort of that was the initial delay that took them a second uh-huh. to get out. That they had to reaffix it or something. Right, and um, Sue, being the tour mom, I'm sure she is, was making sure she was yeah. good to go. Yeah, and I think I mean so the uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I think it's. What was I going to say? No, I've lost the thought, but I've gotten lost in like memories of seeing this thing. <laughs> but um, oh well, it'll come back to me. But uh, the other thing that was that also happened at the Boston show was I angers me, but angers everybody. Um, and it was it was really quite startling, you know, because I could I could see it uh, happening, but. Um, it was a little bit into Magitsune, uh, 
somebody from the audience threw uh what was like it was like a cup of like you know water or ice or something that onto the stage which landed like right at momoko's feet uh-huh. um, and that's a huge hazard yeah and it, it you could see like she it startled her <laughs> but yeah. um uh but then it's just like it sort of continued and of course the thing is that of course they put um liquid on the stage so uh basically they they kind of just went you know they played through it um uh at a certain point they came forward on the stage and you know someone from the staff quickly went back there and like mopped it all up um and at a at a break while the cup i don't know while the cup was there uh at a call and response break momoko picked up this cup and sort of like in this in this like super friendly way just kind of like handed it to like a uh, like staff person on the side it was <laughs> it's really delightful looking but um uh but it you know sort of makes me angry at our boston audience yeah um it's you know whatever i think you know it's perhaps somewhat in character for boston and it uh of course was immediately blamed on somebody who likes avatar <laughs> um and it may well be that there was a person who liked Avatar who was also an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's just a hazard of concerts yeah. in the West. Yeah, um, I do. I have no reason to think that this had anything to do. Like, I don't think it was aimed. You know, I don't think this was like anything about Momoko. <laughs> I think yeah, this was about yeah. somebody being drunk and dumb. Yep. But, uh, anyway, the another thing I wanted to say. Oh yeah, so um, as they were setting it up, uh, they didn't have any sort of sheet or anything in front, so you could sort of see them setting things up. You know, like laying out the the headbanger mic, and uh, which they played head, headbanger. Should I say that? Do we know that? I mean, I guess I haven't, haven't even put. You haven't actually talked about the concert set list yet. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The music part we kind of glossed over. Yeah, but um, but it's it's uh, it was just it was just great. Um, but it was interesting to see them put the mask out for um, uh, Headbanger and or the microphone out and stuff, and the mask out for Magitsune. And anyway, um, yes. So I don't have the set list in front of me, stupidly. <laughs> but I've been talking for a while, so maybe maybe someone else can run through the set list, and then I'll have a couple things to say still. Yeah, go ahead, Garrett. Um, the set list is started off with Megatsune, and the, then went into the English version of Elevator Girl followed by shanty um and then a kami solo that's pretty huge mm-hmm. from the not from our kami band but <laughs> um yeah, I, yeah i'm joking joking um that was followed by Ka- kaguro i Ka- kaguro yeah kaguro i'm struggling here kaguro um and that led into starlight followed by future metal and then give me chocolate we knew that was gonna be played it always is um papaya distortion karate headbanger yeah and then they play some kind of video can you go into detail about that because i don't think i've seen that uh oh is this the comet thing maybe it's the comet thing yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah um i don't know what to say about that exactly i mean it uh it's just like a a break yeah i think it was it was mostly just what was that about (laughs) i actually don't even remember like it I, I watched one of the shows and I remember seeing it, but I can't remember anything about it. Yeah. I mean, they, they essentially there was a, it was sort of like a, a comet that headed across the screen. And I think it eventually turned into their, um, 
logo. But uh, yeah, I think that really was just a pause. That's funny. I'd kind of forgotten all about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it goes into the one and then rotor persistence. Oh, I was wrong. It, I know earlier, whenever I mentioned leaving early to get merch, I said, it looks like I'll be leaving early during the one. And then I should, I should have said rotor persistence, but right. no, I can't do that. Um, so 12 song set list. That's pretty long. I feel like I'm happy with that. Was it 90 it was, minutes? You said, I think it was 10 last year. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, I think that, I think people have clocked it in at something like 64 minutes. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but I mean, I'll take it like yeah. for real. Oh, it's about ten minutes longer than last year. Yeah. Um, the Kami solo was great. Yeah, I love so, watching I mean, that. So the the fact that they played Headbanger is unexpected and delightful. Yeah, Very no delightful. Um, the fact that they didn't end on the one is kind of weird. Um, I, I'm also. I mean, I think it's neat. I, I sort of feel like I there might be things that I would um, rather hear than the one. But it does give at least an, an opportunity to do something sort of slow. It's a it's the unfinished that builds into the the full, the one. Uh, but then they actually end on Road of Resistance, which is a, a bit more of a, a hype ending. Yes. The uh, oh, and I didn't mention this about Avatar, but um, and I assume that Avatar has been doing this forever. Maybe this was actually just for their uh, beginning, but the. They do the same thing that Baby Metal does. So at the end, you know, they say "We are," and then everybody's supposed to say "Avatar." <laughs> um, so we had uh, sort of like two chances to do that to do that at these shows. But um, somebody in the Discord said that I missed. Um, you didn't. Shanty and Papaya. Like I said, I didn't think I did, but <laughs> just to be sure, because I, I remember I remember thinking, no, no, it's it's Shanty, Shanty, Shanty. <laughs> okay, but, good. Yes. Um, for no particular reason, but, uh, probably I think for me, the sort of biggest thing to talk about in these shows is Kagero. Um, that sort of is, that's sort of the biggest different thing. Uh, first of all, it started with solos, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's unusual. I mean, we didn't have Kami solos, uh, for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and, and you know, so this is this is where people say, "Oh, what they sounded like American guitars, <laughs> or whatever." <laughs> but, um, but they, you know, it was it was still it was kind of neat. It was it was it fit well. You know, it's a pretty soloable thing, and it then you know turns right into the Kagura that we're used to, except that it's no longer a Su solo. So last year it was a Su no. solo. Right. Um, was Orlando the first time I played it as a trio instead of a solo? Yeah. Yes, it was. So I thought. Um, and yeah, so the, the, um, it's really something, it's really different. Um, it's a very different sort of style of dancing. Um, and you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely more grown up, more slinky, you know, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's really interesting. So, um, and <laughs> I mean, that was, that's actually the one thing that I remembered quite well was you know standing at the most spot seeing her come in for kagero because uh it's just it's a weird it's a weird move <laughs> it's really it's, it's a weird move she makes um uh it's hard to describe i think you just need to go see it <laughs> but um uh anyway it's it's that was really something i mean I, I think that was probably the uh you know the sort of standout for the the show was like this all the stuff around kagero making it making it a full trio song, uh, having the Kami Ben intro, 
having this much more elaborate choreography, um, much more planned. I mean, like it, it isn't this sort of like free stuff that she was doing before. Right. Uh, we still, still play the original version of distortion. Or yeah, did they, they play. Or did well, they what? <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> there, yeah, there wasn't anything. Or that is I there really that a different version? Different. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't know, but um, anyway. So I mean, that's that's probably that's probably enough of a show report, though. I mean, um, I mean, I sort of feel like there's more I could say, but um, it uh, it was great. Everyone who has seen one of these six shows that's happened so far, I think we'll also have that. Um, hopefully there won't be any others that have things thrown and land on the stage, but um, uh, yeah. So go to, go to as many of the future ones as you can. Yeah. Uh, maybe one thing that I would say about uh, just sort of the after show um, there, almost all of these shows, there are after parties organized. Uh, if you don't know about it, go find out about it. There will be something on the subreddit or, um, uh, you know, it's, it's not necessarily true that at every show there will be one, but at a lot of them there are. Um, and I think at the Boston one, various things conspired to make that not work very, very well. Um, actually, and a couple of these there weren't, so I don't know, I forget which one it was. Maybe it was Atlanta. There was, there was one that had like a, uh, sports event at the same time. Uh, which kind of flooded all the bars nearby and made it actually pretty difficult to hold a uh, after party. And at the Boston one, I think mm. just nobody knew it was happening. So it's too bad because it was actually right next to the venue, but there was mm-hmm. probably like 20 people there at most. Um, uh, so so t- definitely look at that. Um, a lot of these are organized by by Brian Peters, who did a lot of work actually like setting up the venues. And it would have been... Um, uh, I think it probably would have been a little bit more organized at Boston, except that he wasn't able to come at the last second because, like, he had his phone stolen and had to deal with that, which is pretty horrible. But anyway, um, so look for after parties. There, there will likely be an after party at uh, the future ones. Almost certainly. Yeah. Okay, I've been talking and talking and talking. Um, so well, it was your turn to... to finally go to a show and give us a show yeah. report. You know, yeah, I guess we've both done it. <laughs> that's true my turn yeah um but okay so so maybe we can move on to uh other oh yeah somebody actually mentioned that in the chat that was going by that i forgot to mention but um i think it i don't know who did it first it's possible that avatar leaned on baby metals we are and baby metal definitely leaned on x japan's <laughs> um i'm pretty sure that x japan is where that came from but huh. uh okay Let's see. So the next the next thing we have various <laughs> many other things here. Um so some stuff about the forum show. Maybe someone else wanna start reading through the show notes so I can stop <laughs> I can give other people a chance to talk. Um I'll take it away. Um They announced a bunch of live viewings in Japan. It says over fifty venues in Japan for live viewing, that's huge. Yeah, that's wild. Uh that's like more than any other festival well not festival arena show right like that's kind of a lot do people know so this they did this with um wembley right Uh, yeah but i don't know i assume the scope of this is bigger 
Yeah, I don't know how big that was. No okay, idea. Okay, it's 51, I think, now. 51 <laughs> total. That's good prime number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is it? I think it is. Anyway, um, so, yeah. Um, I think that that kind of proves that the forum's going to be a big deal. <laughs> Whether I... the Americans want it to or not, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> like a big production. Um, yeah, in the in the chat, it was suggested that uh, Wembley was actually only only one or maybe four screens, but uh, uh, not nothing even close to fifty one. <laughs> right. So. Oh, uh, wasn't it? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I just remembered something I forgot to say, and that was kind of dumb for me to interject like that. But um, I got all the merch I wanted. <laughs> Yo, oh, hey, nice! I went. I went after. And it, it was still there, so that's impressive. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Back to the live viewings. Actually, maybe we're done with the live viewings. Yeah, you guys could talk about like what. It, neither one of you have been to a live viewing before, right? Is it like literally just a movie theater with like traditional speakers, or do they do anything fancy, or how does it work? So they in Japan they've given stuff away. Um, just like cool. being VIP at a show here, like you go to a live viewing and you can get a ticket that gets you, you know, a chintzy little piece of merch mm-hmm. that you're going to mm-hmm. put in a box and never look at. Uh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, go watch a concert at a movie theater. Yeah, that, that, I wish they did that here more. Like, honestly, I'd do that. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think it's pretty we, fun. I think we would, um, we, we pushed, we pushed, uh, the Baby Metal GN account a little bit to try to, to see if see if they could uh, use whatever influence they had on on Japan to see if oh, they could right. have some local ones for the for the previous you know, like the the Japan concerts um, uh-huh. didn't go very well, <laughs> but but he tried. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see other thing. Uh, this will surprise nobody, but uh, it turns out that Bring Me the Horizon will open for Baby Metal in Japan. <laughs> But the question is, are they gonna like? Are they gonna perform together, or is it just gonna be like a, like with similar deal with Avatar? Because like, Bring Me the Horizon and Baby Miller seen together so much, they gotta sing a song together, right? They gotta feature one another, right? Surely. Don't know. It's possible. It's... I, I fingers crossed. I'd like to see that. Not impossible. Yeah. I'd I'd pay to see Ollie come out and sing karate. <laughs> I forget where was this. It was um. Oh yeah, it's in something that we were gonna cover later here. But um, uh, Kobo was speculating that maybe the introduction of dancers by Bring Me the Horizon was actually, you know, inspired by Baby Metal. <laughs> 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 but I think yeah, it'd be interesting if they performed together. I I don't know if I I don't know if I expect it. I think I I think I kind of don't. But it's true that they are they're more closely intertwined than most other bands. They've been sort of like. Mm-hmm seen with so uh okay maybe we should move on to the other thing there's another there's another actually big section here uh, of, yeah. of news to talk about which is that suddenly we are gonna have a huge number of like interviews and stuff we have um three different like major publications that have them on the cover <laughs> um and one of them is metal hammer and it's already come out and it's in english so we know what it says <laughs> 
Um, but the other the other two are um, PMC. So what is that? Uh, PM Music Complex, I think. Uh, volume fifteen. So that was PMC had an interview with them before too. Um, had the cover with them in the in the sort of like you know Holocaust cloaks or whatever those are. <laughs> um, Holocaust cloaks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm, uh, I'm channeling the uh, Princess Bride here now. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, wow. But uh, at any rate, yeah. The uh, uh, anyway, the, so there's they have another one now. Um, much cheerier looking cover, uh, and that will come out at the end of September. And it says it has interviews with Koba and Mikiko. Um, allegedly a New York City show report. So I guess they're writing it now because <laughs> it just ended. Oh yeah. And um, long interview with uh, Baby Metal as well. So this is all basically just what it says on the cover, but. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be in Japanese, so it'll be a while before there's a translation that I can understand, I think, but that's excellent. And Hedoban, as we've, you know, we've been counting on Hedoban to give us a good long interview, and they have the cover of Volume 24. That comes out October 3rd. So all of these before the new album. Uh, anyway, yeah. What else? Uh, it's, the the Hedoban one does promise to be big too i mean so they have the cover they have a photo shoot they have an interview with baby metal a long interview with koba um about the album so i am hoping that that is going to be like one of the track by track things that we had for metal resistance that would be really cool that wow yeah that'd be awesome so yeah i did so have you guys i don't know if you have you guys looked at the metal hammer uh interview i glanced over it I didn't really get too far into depth in depth of it. Mm-hmm. No, I have not had a chance yet. Ah, see, I'm going to end up talking the whole time for this too. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and help you out. Here. Okay. Yeah, it's you by can, design, Paul. You can I don't do my have to do hype work. people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, so this came out. This is Metal Hammer 327, um, and it has them. Uh, it has Sue and Mo on the front. Uh, it is. It was released on September twelfth, which is like four days ago now. Um, and okay, so we have. Let's see. What what should I say? Um, there's there's a little bit of stuff, you know, scattered throughout. Uh, the letter from the editor at the beginning, uh, sort of like promotes promotes baby metal, and um, the uh, there's a little thing somewhere in the in the you know following pages that says that. Uh, Metal Galaxy is one of the things they've been blasting in the office. Which makes me think that they have it. So that's something. Review, yeah. Mm. Review review copies going out already, maybe. Yeah. Share. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um the they did a little bit I think they did a little bit of the interview after the Brixton show. Um or, sorry, yeah, after the Brixton show and after Glastonbury. Um and they sort of started right in talking about Yui Metal. Like second paragraph, they're talking about this already. Yeah. Um, they want. They want. To oh, I did read this now. one. Yeah, that's like the main thing I remember from reading yeah. was the Yui stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, they talk about um a little bit about the the, you know, uh, UK shows there, but uh, Mom says basically that the travel schedule kind of made everything a blur. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> And commented on, uh, you know, sort of performing to Glastonbury, which is kind of more of a pop-based crowd than the ones that they 
often play to. So they thought that was that was sort of interesting. Um, the article notes that Syncopation and Starlight both got their first performances outside Japan. Um, and then um, they're, they, they sort of they revisit uh, Yui again uh, in the second paragraph um, as part of the changes that they've undergone. You know, so it seems like Yui and Yui Metal are, are starting to be, and I don't know actually what the system is, um, they used Yui Metal sometimes and Yui other times, and maybe they were using it properly, and maybe they just interchanged them. I don't know. But um, anyway, she's Force not a habit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, like, the way you're supposed to use it is Yui Metal is the character who is now gone. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, um, but so one of the things that I thought was kind of the coolest about this was that um, they say that, like, two months later, they had a Skype call. <laughs> And they, oh, that's right. Yeah, they described them as like sitting in front of a laptop in t-shirts, <laughs> uh -huh. fancy costumes. And it's like uh, unheard of. <laughs> um, so everybody here listening and uh, you know in this whole fan base immediately thought, oh, "I need a copy of that video." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was all um, it, it was scripted. So and Metal Hammer kind of made a comment about that you know like uh not exactly scripted but it was all the all the questions were advanced muse wanted the questions in advance um metal hammer said this is not the normal way of doing things <laughs> right but um but you know so they, they actually i'm a little surprised actually at the uh it was somewhat negative actually the way they described this you know it was like every time they every time we ask a question they read a pre-prepared answer from a sheet of paper <laughs> If we ask anything that's not in the script, they look worried and confused and tell us to direct the question to Cobalt Metal. Uh, huh. Yeah. So, um, but they uh, they did get a little bit of off script stuff. So one thing that they mentioned was uh, maybe is this is this uncool to like <laughs> reveal all the stuff in the you should buy the Metal Hammer issue. You but, should buy Metal Hammer. Yeah. But anyway, um, so when they said when asked off script, what is the most difficult part of touring? Moa Metal deadpans. My suitcase is just packed. It's too full at the end of the tour. <laughs> a lot of things accumulate in trying to fit everything. That's the most difficult part of touring. See, now I'm curious <laughs> on what all they're collecting when they're going around on tour. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're bringing trinkets back. She's bringing trinkets and gifts for people. Things like oh, that. Sure. Yeah. It's probably not stuff that people... It's probably not stuff that fans give them. It's probably stuff they got themselves. But Yeah. Um, they... Uh, they talk a little bit about UA Metal, uh, and they note that you know it's likely the girls have been asked not to reveal too much about the subject, but they do say they've kept in touch. So that's interesting point number one that we know about that. Um, and they do say this thing that everybody quoted, and in fact, I, they made this kind of a pull quote, like a, a highlighted quote on the um, page. Uh, they said, "We've been together for a long time. UA Metal is like a family member to this group," says Sue Metal. Although she has left, we'll continue to support her and hope that she can pursue uh, what she would like to in the future. So, um, you know, they, I mean, that's what, that's what we want. We wanted them to say that a long time ago. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. But uh, anyway, so, I mean, I guess the other things to sort of mention about this, uh, I guess, is that they do have a couple of little, like, interesting little sidebars. So they have one with uh, the guy um, uh, from Sabaton. And they have one. Oh, so 
about Joachim Broden, uh, and then I have another little sidebar talking with Alyssa White Glues, kind of about their participation. Um, very interesting fact that came up in there was that Night Night Burn from this Metal Galaxy uh, album is as old as Magitsune. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. So kept that one on the back burner a long time. Yeah. Um. But what else? Let's see. Uh, there was they talked a little bit about future metal, um, uh, and they quoted a bit as saying, "This ain't heavy metal." Welcome to the world of baby metal. And they relate that to a Bring Me the Horizon song called Heavy Metal from the Amo album. I don't know this, but apparently it is an illusion. But I think it's interesting because that's got to be, those have got to be official lyrics now. I mean, they must have Probably. the lyrics. So I would think so. Yeah. So they use the word ain't. <laughs> it's... <laughs> also, I was told that's not even a word. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was, I mean, you know, I was convinced that it couldn't possibly be using word, you know, using ain't. But if it's if it's basically just a, a parody, basically, of Bring Me the Horizon, then okay, I could believe it. Um, yeah, okay. So, I mean, I think it's interesting. I don't think we need to really, like, keep talking through all of the rest of the stuff that's in there. I think uh, uh, go buy it. kind of hit the highlights. And um, there's more interesting stuff in there that makes it worth buying. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. I have two uh, en route to me, just in case. Oh, no way. <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Yeah. So much for keeping things on the rails and constrained to short times. <laughs> but well, I think we, we've still made it in under the like the two, two hour. hour. Oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we we're are pushing, under two hours. We're pushing to 130, I think. Yeah. Um, but so... So, I don't know, Garrett, was there anything you wanted to kind of, like, add to any of these topics? Um, are we going to mention the things that come with your issue of Metal Hammer, or are we going to leave that? Yes, go ahead. Uh, it comes with an art print and a patch. Um, the patch is pretty cool looking. In fact, I would love to get that, as well as the print. I don't know, I like posters. Neat little thing to get from a magazine, you know? I mean, going to a show and you're happy to get a lanyard, but get a patch and a print and a magazine and it's all the rage. Yeah, they look they look cool too. The um, the print is something like a constellation. I think it has like a mm-hmm. I think it's like a fox constellation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the patch is basically the same design as I think on the um, like the on ugly the sweater. sweater. <laughs> oh, there is something else I wanted to mention. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still formulating the thoughts in my head, but oh, I forget where I saw it. So I'll have to find it and add it to the description later or something. But somebody found out the night picture of the night sky from or the stars in their album. Oh yeah. That, um, did you read that too? It was like the um, Fox constellation was in that in that area of space. Yeah, that's super interesting. Um, I can't remember all the details, but I remember reading it. I'm like, oh yo, that's cool. Yeah. So there's a um, there's a post on the subreddit that sort of shows detective work. Um, uh, you know, sort of relating to that and. It was basically the uh, looking at the cover of Starlight, uh, the single. You know, it's a big sort of like shot of the stars, and it was actually uh, possible to to figure out like what that is. And it turns out that it is in something that's you know sort of like a fox related uh, uh, you know astronomical place thing. I don't know. It's named. It's really it's named impressive sleuthing. Yeah, I'm trying to find it to share it real quick. Yeah, but so I mean, like first of all, it's it's really quite cool that. I mean, the the detective work to find that 
was really quite interesting. Yeah. And the tools for... that are available to find it are really quite cool. But um, I think maybe one of the most impressive things is that they actually went to, like, Baby Metal went to the trouble to, to uh, you know, pick a sensible constellation. Not, it's not a constellation, but pick a sensible, like, you know, astro- astronomical body. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Put some th- thinking on their part. Yeah. An Easter egg that wasn't necessarily meant to be found, but if it was found, it's a big win. Big plus. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that is pretty pretty excellent. Uh, all right. I don't know, Kevin. Any anything you felt like we missed? No, I think we've got the last couple of weeks pretty well wrapped. Yeah. Um. So I mean, perhaps we perhaps now we're gonna get into the part where it's a lot of um very good shows, mostly the same as what we already saw. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it might not be newsworthy, but I'm sure they will all be great. Um, it's always gonna be interesting to see. You know who among the Avengers shows up. Are we going to see Kano at all? Uh, and so forth. But um, yeah. So I don't know. When, I'm not sure actually when the next uh, time we would, I guess we would record one more likely before the forum. So we'll check in, I guess, on things at that point. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll call it and say that that's it for this episode. Uh, you can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back in about two weeks, and we hope you'll join us then. And until then, see you. <laughs>